Hey, you know those days where you work really hard all day, you hit the ground running, you work hard all day, you finish the day without one ounce of energy left, you're mentally exhausted. And yet, when you look back at your list, the things you really wanted to accomplish, you didn't get those things done. You got off track and you ended up doing a lot of things that didn't add up to a step in the right direction. If you've had that happen to you more times than you like to admit, and you're feeling continually mentally exhausted, I got to tell you, I have a solution because that was once me. So listen in, you're going to love this episode and you're going to leave with some strategies to stop having days like that and start getting some big things done. I'll see you on the inside. Welcome to the Roadmap to 50K on Shopify. Each week, we'll take you behind the scenes of real stores where you're going to learn actionable strategies and tips that will fast track the growth and profitability of your e-commerce business. So buckle up. Welcome your host and Shopify expert, Susan Bradley. Okay, gang, we are going to talk about how you can stop spinning and get more work done. And let me tell you, I am not the expert on this. So I brought in my coach, Krista Williamson, who has helped me so much with this because I can spin with the best of you. And we're going to talk about the process that that you can use to actually help yourself get out of that spin mode where you're just spinning, you're thinking about all the things, everything's swirling the drain in your head, and you really just don't know what is a priority and what you can leave. And I hear that all the time when people ask me, or if I'm on a strategy call, they really want to know what their priority should be. So I think this is a hugely valuable conversation, and I want you to listen up, take some notes, and I'm going to walk you through the process and tell you about how it's helped me with my coach, Krista. Hello. (laughs) Let's spill the beans on this process. And I want to just start off this conversation by talking about my experience because I was one of those people, it still can be, if we're being completely (laughs) honest, One of those people who can never figure out whether I work too much, whether I overwork, because I could be working, you know, when everyone else is out enjoying themselves. I often work on Saturdays and Sundays. I'm too old and tired to work on evenings anymore, but I used to do that. But I could never figure out whether I actually just work too much and I have too much to do, or I am the biggest time waster on the face of the earth. Those are the things that are swirling through my head. Am I just wasting time? Am I not efficient? Or do I genuinely have too much work to do? And so that was really hard for me. And that's where we started with me is how do I get organized, figure out what to do? But what I want to share with everyone is that this work is so worth doing. Because even this morning, you know, I woke up and and thought to myself, wow, the amount of time I have now to work on my business compared to what my life was like a year ago is like night and day. And the emotional peace I have about whether I'm using my time wisely. I mean, I still have moments where I'm like, "Mm, that was probably a waste of time. Stop watching reels or whatever it was. There's no perfection in this. (laughs) Okay. There's a free pass. 
But the amount of time I spend feeling like perhaps I just wasted that precious time, that that's significantly reduced. I really feel much more at peace with what I'm doing uh, in my business and how I'm using my time. And so I think it's really beneficial. But could you just tell everybody really quickly in a couple of sentences what you do, how you get us started on this process? Yeah, sure. I'm I'm a productivity and mindset coach and I help entrepreneurs who want to achieve their goals but they still want to have life time for their life outside of their business. So for a lot of them they they just kind of go about this and think this is just the way it is. This is the way it's always going to be. I can't do anything about it. I just don't know if I'm coming or going. This is what life is like when you're an entrepreneur. And what I help them with is just figuring out, like, first they get their head above the water, you know, so, and we, we just create like a framework to make it easy in the beginning, just to give them some breathing space and then they can start to focus on. So what, and it's just the beginning, right? What is important in my business? Like, where should I be spending my time and what are the things I can do that's really going to move the needle in my business? Yeah, because all work does not have the same impact. No, and we, but we think we have to work harder. Yeah. Right? Like, and I think when we're in that, and I know that was the way it was for me, like constantly driving yourself, like, what else can I do? What else needs to be done? Yeah, where's that list? Where's that list? What you don't, where, you know, multiple lists, like sticky notes on everything for me. And what, and what you don't realize is that you're, you're really spinning your wheels because you're not focusing on what's important and you don't need to do all the things. In fact, you probably shouldn't be doing all the things because it's negatively impacting your business. I mean, we should let everyone know for a second uh, that you come to the table for people like me, for people who are product-based businesses, you come to the table with like 20 years of being a product-based business owner, both bricks and mortar and a pretty busy website. Yeah. I mean, and, and I think that that's a thing. I have, I have that experience that, you know, all your listeners are going through. I know what it's like to be sitting in the back of, you know, your storage room at two o'clock in the morning going, what am I going to do with all this inventory? And oh gosh, what did I forget to do today? And oh, it's my daughter's, you know, dance recital tomorrow. How am I going to get enough sleep to be able to show up? Like, I get it. I understand all of that. Yeah. And I think that a lot of us, when we're we're in it, we don't realize that it can be different. But I'm here to say it totally can be different and it's not that complicated. Can we have just a really quick, uh, I just want to set everybody up with this term that I I first heard from you. I'm sure you didn't invent it or anything, but it's such a good term. And we need to just kind of bring it forward for everyone to understand that we all do it. And it's your term, magical thinking. And so let's talk about what magical thinking is and how we're all fooling ourselves when we start to, you know, let ourselves go down that path. Yeah, it's such a great term. So it came to me through one of my clients uh, who said, oh, my husband calls that magical thinking. And I just said, can I have his permission? Because that is the best way to describe it. And what it means is, and you know what I'm talking about, you make these, we make these ginormous lists of all the, like in the morning, here's everything I'm going to get done today. And secretly, we know 
we're not going to get all those things done, but we kind of pretend. And the other side of it, which is what I'm really good at is I'll just do that later. You know, I, you know, I make these lofty plans in my head, but what we don't realize is the impact of that is that all of our attention, right? All of our focus isn't on what's important. And so in the back of our mind, there's all these things spinning all the time, taking our attention away, take, you know, using up our energy. And so the impact is we don't get the important things done. Like you say, we spin our wheels, but we, but the thing is, we don't even know we're doing it. And on top of that, there's this like self-trust piece, right? We don't do what we say we're going to do. And so that has a really negative impact on how we feel about our business and how we feel about ourselves. And our ability to to actually do it. Like we feel closer. Yeah, a hundred percent. Like, am I competent? Like we, we have this story in our head that we just, like, I used to call myself a hot mess all the time. And it, I didn't mean it nicely right? <laughs> because that's how I felt. Even though on the outside, people are going, well, what do you mean? Like, look at you, look at you go, look at what you're doing. And you know what I'm talking Only about. knew what a mess I am. Yeah, that's what I think. Yeah. But, but really, you're not a mess. You just need a little bit of help to, you know, to set things up. And to sort things out so you can start looking at things from yeah. a higher level. And we'll talk about that in a minute, the process for doing that. Yeah. What I wanted to share with everyone here and to encourage them to try this is that what happened for me when I started this process is that the way you uh, you had me just make a list, and prioritize that list and get it on my calendar, it allowed me to stop that stuff swirling in my head. And so I didn't have to, because I would spend a lot of time saying, I know I'm forgetting something. When am I forgetting? Or I just thought of something an hour ago that was in my mind. It was like so important that I had to get done. And now I can't even remember what it was. There must be something wrong with me that I'm doing all this. And it's really hard. And so what I want to share with everyone is that when you follow this process, you actually, that fear of forgetting stuff goes away and you actually can give yourself permission to stop thinking about it. Like just stop. It's on the calendar. You can think about it when it's time to do it. And that was a huge transformation for me. Yeah, I totally get that. And what I hear a lot from my clients, there's a couple of things. One is I'm so tired, right? I hear this all the time. Like I'm so tired. And it's not just physical exhaustion. They're they're depleted because they're spending so much time unfocused and thinking about all the things, right? And they're running around their business, whether it's a brick and mortar or they're, you know, working out of their kids' playroom, they're running around fighting all these fires that come up, all the emails when they come in, the texts, you know, we know what this is like. And um, it's so inefficient. And they're, they just produce so much less than they can. And so when we start to think about things, and you talk about this, think about things as outcomes. So what am I going to accomplish? What am I going to get done? And it's not like, what am I going to accomplish as in, like, it's not, it's not a judgment. It's what does my business need me to get done this week? And, and let's focus on that, right? And once we get all that stuff out of our head and gives our, give ourselves permission to do that, it's like 
it's like your whole body just takes a deep breath. Yeah. Right? Like you, you remember that. Yes, I do. I think that that's exactly when you start to realize that all the things you do aren't actually as important as you think they are. Yeah. I mean, I think, but I think for some people and I'm one of them, we have this like idea in our head that we have to do all these things or at the end of the day, it's not going to work. Right. Like it's like, I can see all the wheels turning. This is what else, these are all the things that have to happen. And until we can pull ourselves out of that. And, and that's why I say, write it down. Cause when you see that on paper, you, you can giggle, right? You can be like, Oh, I actually don't need to do that one silly little thing in order for me to accomplish my outcome. I can give myself permission to let go of that giant list of all the things I think I should do. Yeah. So I want everyone to onboard that because this happens all the time. And even with people who know better, I'll say to them, okay, what would make this a perfect result? What would be your perfect result? Let's look down the road six months. What does your business look like? And what they really tell me is all the things they want to do, all the things that we've done, the tasks, like their action list. That's what they want to tell me, but that's not what's going to get you where you want to go. I want to know what your business looks like so that you can go back what the right tasks are. And so it's really easy to follow in, fall into this trap of what I'm doing, what I'm doing, what's done, what'll be completed. I'll have completed this. I'll have completed that. And that's not really what gets us the result we want. So now let's just dive into the process that you, yeah, I know she's looking at me like, Oh, here we go. <laughs> we can just talk about the process that you use with almost everybody. Like what is the first step to getting this, getting out of this spinning mode and into this mode where you feel like you are in control and you are far less emotionally exhausted. Let's talk about the first step. Now, are we talking about big level? Like when I work with my clients, let's just talk about what, what you worked, what you worked on with me and what you would, would normally work on with a client. Yeah. I can do some training for us in the inner circle, which our members and you'll, they'll be able to ask you their questions But really, let's just follow the path of that. This is a really get started exercise just to get your stuff out of your head and onto a calendar and make some decisions about where you're going. Yeah, well, what I see when people come to me, they they tend to fall into two camps. The first camp is I'm so overwhelmed. I just feel like I'm running around and I'm not getting anything done. And the other one is I feel like I'm pretty organized. Like I, I have this list, and I, but they're doing so much. So they don't feel overwhelmed, but maybe they're not producing at the level that they want to, or all they do is work and they don't like that anymore either. So the first thing we do is we, we really just start to look at uh, how they're spending their time, right? Like just take, take a look at a high level and I just have them keep track. And what the result of that is, as we work through this, is they start reducing their tasks. They start reducing the amount of work they're doing. And overall, the impact is that, that they can look at things from a much higher level and start to make some you know, objective decisions. But how, how do they do that? So the first thing that I have them do is... I have them set aside two times each week. So the first thing is at the beginning of the week, they need to set aside an hour to plan their week. 
And sometimes they'll give me a little bit of resistance. Ooh, I don't want to do that. But I just have them sort of stick through it with me. And then the second time block that I have them implement is focus time. And that's like daily time for that complex or really important work. And, you know, their phone's not invited. Their kids aren't invited. No one's invited. So it's time where they're going to sit down and they're going to work on the really important stuff. I want to just stop you for a minute and share one that for me, those two things were the game changer. Yeah. Spending an hour and deciding what I was going to accomplish. Yeah. Spending that hour. And then when you told me about focus time, I'm like, what? What's focus time? It's so awesome. And what focus time meant when you went through it with me was that this is where you close all the tabs on your computer. You turn off your notifications. You leave your phone in another room. And you have a start time and a finish time, and you're working on a task. And for me, those were the tasks that I kept putting off for when I have time. Right. And though they were my high impact, my high value tasks. Yeah, because, I mean, that's what our brains do, right? They tell us to, to what does it, give grease to the squeaky wheel, like fight the fires, Yes, And even though we know and we have that low level buzz, that anxiety going on all the time, I know I should be doing something else. I know I should be doing more. The solution is once a week, step back and make a list of all the things that are in your brain, right? Make that list of all the things, just get it all out and look at it. And then the key thing is deciding what your important work is like, what what are the priority outcomes for this week? What does my business need for, for us to accomplish or for me to accomplish? And just making that decision ahead of the week, taking that time to do that, that's a game changer. For sure, because I keep thinking like these big tasks that only I could do. I keep thinking, okay, this week I'm going to get that done. This week I'm going to get that done. And then the next team meeting would come around and Sherry would be like, did you do that? And I'm like, oh, I didn't have time. Sorry. Yeah, and, and you start to internalize that, like, oh, I'm just not good at this. I'm not a good planner. That's not who I am. <laughs> I never planned the time to do it. Right. right. So what so the big thing is we take it from being, oh, this is who I am to, oh, this is just like a process, just like all the other things I can do in my business. This is just like how we pack orders. Oh, I didn't know that it could be so simple. Right. So I, I help them with that. I help them with all the stuff that they think the reason they can't do it. And they decide on those outcomes, you know, and this is where they break it down into small tasks. Like we slow down and we go, okay, so for this important outcome, what are all the things that have to happen? And so they do that and then they, they figure out how long that's going to take. And I have them put that into their focus time. Yes. So even if, you know, the fire breaks out all around them, they still get these important things done. That's like their sacred time. And they set that aside. And so at the end of the week, even though they might have, you know, there might have been a lot of other things that happened, they know on Friday or whatever the end of their week is that, oh, I got these important things done. You know, I I can see how this is going to impact the results in my business, right? And and when they start to do that, like the momentum is amazing. Yep. 
And the other thing that happens, and I, I can, oh, of course, only give you an example, everyone an example based on me and my, uh, my current situation is that you start to see the things that are on your list that actually aren't that important. And so even for me, I had a moment this week in the team meeting where I had a thing on my Asana board. We all have tasks on our Asana board and Sherry's in charge of all those tasks. And she brought it up to me one more time. Do you, this was a task that I had on there. And she said, do you need me to give you another week for that task? And it finally came to me, listen, I haven't done that task for four weeks. It's not that important. And so let's just eliminate that task. I'm not doing it. But if I didn't have this process in place, I think I would have onboarded that I hadn't done it. I'm a loser, you know, whatever it is. And I need to make time to get it done. But what I realized is it's not important enough. It's not moving me forward to do it. But I want to give, like, let's think of an example for our people about what a task that you might take on in your focus time. What are the things that you never get done that you want to? When I think about our people, our product-based people, Mm -hmm. One of the big things I would say is they don't get an email out every week, like a mini campaign out every week. And and that's a game changer. We know that that is a high impact task. And so one of the things that they could take on in, one, in a focus time task is something like planning out their email campaigns for a month. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, other things could be like, planning their spring inventory order, like these big things that they feel like they never have time for, but they are so important. And I think what gets in the way in the beginning is they think, well, I don't have time to do that. I can't possibly set focus time every week. I'll do that later. Right. And so what I help them see is even if it's one day this week, let's just start building the habit. Let's just start somewhere. And so, you know, even if you just had this one day for three hours on a Wednesday afternoon or a Wednesday morning, when you're going to accomplish this one important task, you're going to walk away from that and it's going to mean so much to you and it's going to mean so much to your business. And so once, you know, once we start to do that, we see, oh, I can make, there's lots of time. I have plenty of time. It's just, how am I going to spend it? And so if I think ahead and do that, it's going to get done. Yeah, you. it's the magical thinking. As long as you think yeah. it's going to get done one day, it's not. Yeah, right. You have to make the time. Like, you have to plan it. So step one is to do that whole brain dump. Get everything yep. you had onto paper. Step two is to prior, prioritize, right? So one- step two is actually, so let's go through. So step one is to identify your important outcomes. I call them priority outcomes for the week. Step two is to delete, like, to look at that and go, is there anything I can move to another week? But yeah. more importantly, what we've already talked about, is there anything that really doesn't need to be done? In my head, it felt like it needed to be done. But now that I see it on paper and I've identified what's important in my week, oh, I probably don't need to do this or these three things, right? And so that's this is where I talk about mindset. It's not how much I do, but what I do that matters. And then step three is to delegate. And some entrepreneurs who have, you know, at the beginning of their business, they're like, well, I don't have any employees. I can't delegate, but they can hire contractors, right? They can hire some of this stuff out. They can get their kids to do it. 
you know, they can get their sister who helps them once a month, like get creative and look at where can I get a little bit of help with this? And step four is where we batch the low value tasks, the things that have to get done in your business, like customer service issues, inventory issues, shipping, ordering, you know, answering emails. We batch them together and we look at our schedule after we've put in the important stuff and we go, okay, where's it make sense to do this? I don't need a whole lot of um, brain energy to do this. So I'm going to lump like with like, and I'm going to rip off a whole bunch of stuff that needs to get done, but I'm going to do it more efficiently. And so then at the end of the week, you've got all these low value tasks done. You've used your good cognitive time to do your important work. And guess what? You don't have stuff to do all weekend, right? You can actually go if you want to and enjoy your weekend. And you're probably not doing it at night either because you've planned ahead of time when this stuff is going to get done. And it all starts with that weekly time to plan it out. And the other thing that I think is probably the biggest benefit is that you have more mental peace. You actually feel like you got something accomplished instead of thinking, well, I worked really hard. Did I waste all my time? <laughs> or did I, you know, am I really bad at this? Or, or did I, you know, do I have too much work? You actually know at the end of the week that you got the important work done. Oh, yeah. And one of the things we talk about a lot is when you get to the end of the week, and I'll show them like to physically turn around to get this in your brain, turn around and imagine that you're looking at the week that just happened. Because I know for me, one of one of the things for me was I would still feel that way, because I was still telling myself, well, there's so much to do, right? Mm -hmm. There's so much to do. And so I have this process now where I turn around and I go, what did I get done? (laughs) And then I start to think about it. I do it at the end of the day, too. And I'll think, oh, wow, I stopped looking at the gap and I start looking at what I did, the gain, where I started, where I am. And it feels good. And I want to keep doing it. Yeah. For me, I look at my calendar. I look mm-hmm. at my calendar for, from the week before and look at the, the big things I got done. And, and it feels great. Yeah. It makes me feel, it answers the question in my mind about yeah. whether it's effective or not. And and that's a big deal. Like I see so, so often, so many of our high achieving store owners or people who are really focused on making their business work spend a lot of time feeling mentally like they're overwhelmed and exhausted. And by the end of the day, they don't have one more ounce of anything to give anyone. And so to be able to relieve that by following this process, I think is like, that's a huge gift you can give yourself. Yeah. It's so amazing. And, and, and I think the thing is it's so simple Right. I mean, it it takes time. It's not, I'm not going to say it's easy, (laughs) but it really is so simple. And when you were asking me to put the lesson together for uh, the inner circle, you know, I gave this condensed version of the planning and really just, if you do that, just that alone is just gives you so much more breathing room, right. And mental energy. Like it's amazing. Yeah. So if you're in the inner circle, you need to go do those lessons and report back. And Krista's in there so she can answer your questions or you can bring them to the planning session. Yeah, they can tag me. 
Yeah, they could tag you for sure. If you're not in the inner circle, I still think this is valuable work for you to do. You need to really think about, go back, listen to this again, write some notes and plan on implementing this because I guarantee you everything you think you need to do is not everything you really need to do. It's not going to get you where you want to go. And I want you to really evaluate that. The most important terms, I think, in this whole episode are the magical thinking (laughs) and making your priorities based on outcomes, not your to-do list. That's so good. I think that's one of the things that at first, for some people, they're like, what do you mean? I have all these things to do. But when we explain, when I explain to them outcome, like what's the result going to be, right? What, what, at the end of the day, what are you going to have produced? And when they start thinking that way, and I know this is something you talk to your people about all the time in the inner circle, right? Yep. And in reliable revenue, like just letting them know that the task isn't the most important thing. It's why are you doing that task? And does that align with your goal? Right. That's the other piece that gets lost. And, and often when you're prioritizing, yeah. And when you're prioritizing just that alone, oh, wait a minute, why am I doing this? This doesn't even make sense for what I want to accomplish, for what my goal is. And then it just, you start, it makes the decision easier to take things off your list. So good. Listen, thank you so much for this. It has, you know, I just know how helpful it it has been for me and how it will be for others. And when people say, I don't know how you get so much done, it really makes me realize how much more I can get accomplished now and how lighter it all feels. And the big benefit, Krista, I have to tell you, is the team is less frustrated by me. (laughs) Honestly, I, I, you know, I am way better at getting done what I say I will get done. And that feels good. So I know you have prepared a free lesson for people who are listening to this podcast. Do you want to um, let people know what it is? Sure. Yeah, I've created, it's a short lesson and it's my top four tips for eliminating your overwhelm because so many of us feel this way so much. Who doesn't need that? So guys, you can find that at kristawilliamson.com forward slash overwhelm. Krista is with a K, K K-R-I-S-T-A. I'm also going to throw that URL on the show notes. So run on over there and grab it. I think it will be absolutely worth the time you spend watching. So thank you again, my friend. I'll see you back in the inner circle. Thank you. It's been so much fun. Hey, listen, if you like what we're working on here at the Roadmap to 50K and it's helping you get clarity on your next steps, I think you really have to check out our inner circle. You know, it is just an amazing place to learn how to build your business the right way. And you get to do it with a wonderful group of store owners that support each other and will cheer you on. You know, in the inner circle, our only purpose is to help our members get results And because of that, we actually have dedicated coaches that are fully trained and available to work one-on-one with you. And we offer that to our members at crazy affordable prices, because I know that sometimes you just need a little extra help to get past a roadblock so that you can move on and make progress again. So if this sounds good to you, I want you to head on over to the socialsalesgirls.com forward slash inner dash circle and get on the wait list.
we will send you a lesson so that you can see what's waiting for you on the inside. And we'll also invite you to join us the next time we are open to take new members. So listen, friends, that's all. Thank you so much for spending your time with me and I will see you next week.